morning, good afternoon, good night, my dears. Welcome to the Worldwide Podcast, Nigeria edition. But before introducing our an amazing guest, Sean Fadina, I just want to ask, how is Guilherme doing? How are you? Where have you been, bro? You've been traveling too much. So how's your, how's your travels going? Hey, hey, guys. Uh, nah, it's been good. You know, we're chilling. Uh, been training quite a lot. That's been my whole last weeks because I traveled way too much last month. And now I have to get back in schedule with my physique. So oh. I'm full on in Muay Thai. Loving it. Yesterday, I even trained with the, with the, cha- with the kickbox kickboxing champion here of chile and it was such a dope training oh my god so i'm having fun playing soccer love it amazing love football and and yeah preparing for my next this or when this episode airs out i'm already there so yeah you'll probably see me there doing some promotion (laughs) so let's get into our episode nigeria sean how are you doing so good 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 and you yeah, man. Quite yeah. nice, man. Quite nice. The thing that I miss the most is Africa. When I was living in South Africa, actually, since we were talking a little bit about food even before, let's just let's just jump jump right into it. Because yes, nothing made me most happiest as the food from Nigeria when I was eating it in South Africa. And I can imagine it's even better in your country. Hell yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Man. Names, names I don't remember, but (laughs) most of the dishes consisted of rice. There was a really, oh my God, there was this uh, reddish rice. Yeah, jollof rice. I think, yeah, absolutely that, absolutely that, yeah, with some ciders. You can't, you definitely can't miss Nigerian jollof rice, man. It's it's uh it's a special, you know, delicacy that only Nigerians, you know, are specialized to deliver to the world, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, because I come from the western part of Nigeria, you know, which is Ogun State. Um, sorry, let me introduce myself. My name is Oluwaseun Adewumi Fadino. I'm from Nigeria. I'm a fitness consultant. Um, I've worked with um, you know, so many professionals, you know, in Nigeria and America. And um, I've, um, I have experience, you know, in gym management and uh, building and designs of gyms, you know, and so many things. So let me let me leave the work part, <laughs> you know, on the side. So um, as regards the food, oh, my God, there's so many delicacies in Nigeria, so many delicacies in Nigeria. You know, I come from the Western part, like I said, you know, and um, we have food like jollof rice, which, you know, we have mm-hmm. another one called Eba. Eba. Yes, so <laughs> Eba is like it's um like um this kind of like grain like cassava, All right? You know, probably like it's, it's like man, I what do we call garin? Um, farofa. Farofa, yeah, okay, cassava yeah. powder. All right, exactly. But ours has a very different, you know, uh, taste. It has a very mm-hmm. different taste. So you mix it in hot water, and then you know you have this caked up thing you know it's called epa so i don't know <laughs> i don't even know what else to call it other than you know the local name so you can eat it with different types of soup you know so you have the red sauce you have the red stew you have local sauce like uh sorry soup like egusi you know you have ogbono you have white soup you have oha so many of them in nigeria you know so it's uh it's it's amazing it's amazing it's a it's and, not, and, and not to throw shades at Brazilians, right? You guys eat a lot of rice, just rice, beans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do, we do a lot, a lot. But with within all the stuff, you know, rice with beans, with meat, with salad, we just exactly. cook the rice and everything we can you can imagine right here, right? I know. Uh, is it is it easy for you to find Nigeria restaurants right here? I, I don't think I know any. Uh, in Rio here, not not really, right. not know of i don't know of any yet but i think in sao paulo they have more nigerian restaurants yeah i've yeah. heard i've heard there is this uh feira da glória which is a fair in in the center city center where they have a, a cabin where uh, of nigerians serving nigerian food on sundays right there in a market it's an open market so, on sunday uh, uh, on sundays yeah yeah i've been heard of it man i've yeah. heard of it. if you know that place just hey, throw my way man so yeah <laughs> yeah my- 
we, yeah. we gotta we gotta go there together i've never let's been there as well mm -hmm. i've just heard about let's, it so yeah let's do that let's do that so yeah. i got can i, I to the different to the different delicacies man let's go uh, can i ask something is it is like the diversity from the food come from like the amount of ethnicities and cultures that yep. nigeria has mm -hmm. because the the few restaurants that i went in in south africa they had nigerian food they all had different menus yeah and i was uh, expecting like i don't know the menu to be the same and i was really like in my mind what i wanted uh but then i went to the next restaurant and i was like oh wait it's completely different and then yeah. i uh discovered that the whole like food system is absolutely different uh from one culture to another one part of nigeria to another true true so yeah true. True. So in um, I mean, depending on where you come from, like I said, I come from the from the from the western part. So we have our own, you know, delicacies, right? So people who come from the eastern part, you know, who are more like the Igbos, you know, they have their own delicacies. You have people from the northern parts who have their own delicacy, even from the south south parts, you know. So each ethnic group, you know, has their delicacy, you know, that they eat. But I mean. It, we all enjoy each other's delicacy, you yeah. know, regardless, you know. But the thing that really varies a lot in Nigeria is the soup. You know, everybody mm. with different type of, you know, soup. So in, in, in the Western part, some people might have, you know, Egusi, some other people might have um, Ogbono. Another people, some people will have white soup, fisherman soup, you know. So just all different types with the different taste and You know, it's just it's just amazing. And the way it's being prepared too as well, you know, just so many ingredients that are mixed in it, local ingredients, you know, natural, you know, ingredients that are mixed in it, that makes it, you know, that gives it that African African vibe. Because trust me, once you start eating them on a regular basis, uh, it's a wrap. <laughs> For sure. It's, it's Nothing tastes better than those spices that, man, the, all oh, those the restaurants, you know, right the soul oh, food. Mm -hmm. soul food uh, concept it's it's just a whole nother level like i love portuguese food i think it's amazing especially in the south it's fish yeah. and it's uh, seafood it's really different than the rest mm -hmm. of portugal and italy as well but but for flavor mm -hmm. man ethiopia you know nigeria okay. cameroon Mozambique all, as all well. those restaurants wow. man mm -hmm. they just have something special in in how they prepare their food exactly. with the spices and everything again the, the combination of spices are different as well like you know, yeah you exactly. never imagine to use uh this spice matching with that one and then the flavor mm -hmm. is just an explosion of all hey. the spices so wow yeah it's pretty cool i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not a, i'm not i'm not <laughs> it's, it's very sad to say man i'm not i'm not a good cook you know but it's when you're cooking a particular type of you know um a food right in nigeria like they're they are special i won't use the word special but specific ingredients you know that you can use For this particular soup, or if you're making egusi, there's a particular way that you make it. There's a method, you know, which ingredient comes first, which one comes last, which one comes in the middle, you know, the the mm -hmm. amount that you're going to put in it, you know, just that specific and um and um it's just it's just very interesting, you know, and it just makes it really different, you know, which is one of the good things that I really like about Nigerian food. For sure. Before we jump into brazil because i'm super interested to know that whole story yeah so <laughs> before 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 even we jump into the culture i want to ask you something because you talked about you being a gym yeah not fitness. a coach but a gym what was it a fitness consultant fitness consultant fitness consultant yeah and <laughs> i'd love to know if uh you are aware that like the ufc and so many martial arts have one of the greatest fighters they're all nigerian I can call for um, Israel Adesanya. He's an amazing fighter, man. One of the faces of the UFC. Also yes. boxing as a couple. Mm -hmm. Man, it's 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 always awesome when I see like those types of countries being represented in these big institutions and to the world. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. Very true. I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, Nigerians were everywhere. <laughs> I always tell my friends, you know, who live outside, I'm like, Nigerians are everywhere we try as much as possible to represent ourselves you know the best way that we can in whatever sports you know whatever country we always we always like to spread our wings you know that's the beautiful thing about you know nigeria and because of the way that we um because of the way that we grew up because of the mindset 
you know, that we have. Anywhere we go, we always strive for, well, I mean, not perfection, but always strive to be the best, you know, version of ourselves. I mean, it's not to say that you don't have the bad eggs. Of course, they're always there, just like every other, you know, country. But, you know, man, you just have to give it to Nigerians, man. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> man, once, once the biggest creator on YouTube in the UK is from Nigeria, KSI, since ah, ages yeah. ago, man, I respect that man to the fullest. The man has been the biggest creator for ages. He's, he went into boxing, fought mm-hmm. one of the biggest in the UK as well, done yeah, I music. Mm-hmm. I respect KSI so much. For sure. Yeah. You guys, if <laughs> if you guys are something, you're hardworking. Yeah. Hell hardworking. I mean, it's it's a it's a discipline that has always been instilled, you know, in yeah. a lot of, you know, Parents are always in your neck, man. Look, man, you need to make sure you're this, you need to do that, you know. So I guess that discipline, a lot of us, you know, just pretty much picked it up, you know. And um, just come from home, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, and we just try to represent, you know, as as much as we can, you know. So hey, big ups to Nigerian people wherever you are, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> broken English. And we mix it with your but we say, I want Temi. Oh, Temi. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I won't tell me. That's, That's pretty good. Uh, Guilherme brought a very interesting topic. I was like yeah. kind of thinking about it right now. And maybe Nigeria, it's the country that has most successful in all the sports in Africa that you can imagine. I mean, if you talk about soccer, you can think about great Nigerian soccer players. If you go to the NFL, there are yeah. American football players from Nigeria. If you go to even some some sports that you cannot even think about there there are Nigerian players for example baseball there are in the minor leagues Nigerian mm-hmm. baseball players so yeah it's, it's just crazy like like you guys you guys are everywhere let's say. <laughs> I know everywhere. right I'm very competitive. Like you know we're very competitive Nigerians oh, are yeah. competitive you know whatever it is that I mean my wife always tells me when we go to the gym together she's like man the competitive nature on you is just oozing around the whole place I'm like, <laughs> I can't help it, man. I'm Nigerian. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Oh, that's awesome. And, and and now talking about your line of work. So what do you do specifically as a yeah. as a fitness consultant? Okay, so um my journey pretty much started as a personal trainer. Mm. You know, and um I guess with time I decided to, you know, upgrade. So when I say upgrade, upgrade in terms of um, I wanted to do something, you know, a little bit more different. So I went more specific into training a particular set of people. So I started off, you know, just training anybody, right? Then I went into training athletes. Um, and then from training athletes, I then now decided to go into like the management and the money making, you know, part mm-hmm. of it, which of course was more into um, building and designing of gyms, you know, working with, um, what's it called, gyms around the world, you know, that have big uh, fitness chains like Planet Fitness, LA Fitness, you know. So um, it, it just, I just got to the point where I wanted to create something, you know, a bit different for myself. So I started my company also back in Nigeria. It's called BFS Lifestyle. So we build and design gyms um, for individuals, for corporate organizations. We do uh, like a corporate performance appraisal using fitness, you know, as a news so for, for me, the idea is just preaching our fitness gospel and how fitness can increase productivity, you know, at work. So just kind of like mixing it up, turning it into like a game and, you know, gamifying it too as well. But the end goal of it is performance at the end of the day. 100%. And I have a question because this also interests me a lot. What makes a gym better than the others? Because I feel like as an outsider, most gyms just look the same, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So for you, since you're in this business, what makes you know that that one is better than the other? Like what assets one has to have and et cetera. Yeah. So, so I, I think all gyms pretty much have, you know, the same, you know, concept. You know, one thing I believe that every gym should take care of, right? So you have your primary need and you have the secondary. So of course, the primary is the look and feel, right? So look and feel being that, you know, you have a nice, you know, beautiful structure with good equipment, Right. So you look at the gym from the outside and you're like, oh, my God, this gym is beautiful. Right. That's the first thing that catches your eyes. Right. Now, the next thing when you get in there, 
the first place that you always get to in every gym is your front desk. <clears throat> so you always want to have that amazing, beautiful front desk experience, meaning that, you know, mm. nice place, you know, so you go in there, you look at the front desk, you're like, wow, this place is nice. The next thing is the people, you know, so people development, you know, interaction with the person at the front desk, interaction with your trainers, you know, are they, do they have a warm reception? That just really sets you apart, you know, from every other person. And the truth about it, like I said, every gym, the concept is pretty much the same structure, um, equipment, you know, trainers, but there are different touch points starting from the, from the structure, you know, to the people. So of course, after you meet the front desk person, you know, the next is the trainers, you know, are your trainers, you know, qualified enough, you, you know, are they special programs, you know, that you do in the gym to retain your members, you know, are there campaigns, are there activations, you know, that you're doing in the gym, you know, that sets you apart from other, because, so if you look at a gym like Planet Fitness in America, for instance, um, I read something on the news one day. I think it was during New Year in 2018 or 19 or so. And um, I think the Wall Street, they were trying, they were ringing a bell for the new year. And it was Planet Fitness, you know, that was part of all that. And I'm like, man, this is, this is, this is big. <laughs> you get one. They're just different, yeah. you know, things that you can just, you know, throw in their exposure, you know, your media exposure you know, uh, how well your brand is being put out there. What's the perception that people have about your brand? You know, those things really tell, you know, a lot. And, and that's what sets you apart, you know, from other people. I mean, in Brazil, for instance, uh, and this is just, you know, from my own observation, I only know about smart fitness that has like chains of, yeah. you know, um, I don't know about any other, you know, uh, gym. May now, maybe because, you have people are very health conscious here, yeah, and there's so many gyms, you know, around in everywhere, you know. So, like I said, it's probably only smart fitness, you know, that I know that has like numerous chains. Yeah, they're they're huge right here. Guilherme has been to one of the smart fit, like mm -hmm. he, he trained mm -hmm. with maybe one of those. Yeah, it's it's huge. It's like yeah. when you see right there, you see that it's actually working different than the others. But it's right now, I've changed, I've changed like the gym because. They just opening one gym right here across the street, so I was like, "Fuck, I, I gotta go because it's <laughs> right. close." That's one of one of good aspects of smart fit because they are everywhere. So yeah, exactly. They got so many clients because they're everywhere. Really? So since I have this gym uh, right here across the street, someone has one uh, mm -hmm. smart fit across their the road as well. You know, so and and that's the unique that's the unique selling point. You know, yeah. you can register in one place and have access you know to all the all the other gym i mean i worked for a for a what's it called for a gym back in nigeria right which is the biggest it's called i fitness you know i fitness gym is the biggest in west africa they've got over 22 branches you know now across mm -hmm. lake they have in potako they have 22 wow. <laughs> monopoly <laughs> and they're looking at expanding to you know um west africa east africa you know so the unique selling point of course man is multiple locations you know which as you can see from smart fitness you can't compare smart fitness and some other gyms so that's that's the that's that's one of the things that sets them apart for sure i also think just to finish topic that uh most gyms should have group classes and different types of activities within the gym i say this because i'm a guy that's that has been doing crossfit for the past five years mm -hmm. i love crossfit i think gyms are just way too boring but there's a <laughs> few that have different activities for example yeah. group group um group classes of zumba i think zumba is so fun of yeah. like the the cycling classes the jumping trampolines pad yeah. work i've seen gyms that have pad work and also like mini crossfit classes as well i think that's something that truly makes them different and yeah. if you uh, expose that on social media and people who are kind of like me who want to yeah. do like different stuff instead of doing the same old thing every day for of many course. weeks, I think that's also something that attracts quite a lot. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, one of the most important things, man, like you pointed out, right, you know, having group classes because your group classes is ba are basically what makes your clients interact with each other, you know. So one of the things that you want to create. So <clears throat> for me, when I went back to Nigeria, my role was the manager of member engagement, right? So 
what I did was just create different activities, group class. Of course, they already had group group uh, classes running already, but I just created special group classes that brought a lot more people, you know, into the mm-hmm. gym. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So even some of the classes, so- were, and we invited people from the outside, you know, to come to the gym and, you know, you have situations where some of them signed up on that day. So yes, having group classes, you know, are good. And then having different types of group classes, you know, ranging from, of course, mini CrossFit, you know, less meals, um, you know, Zumba, you know, aerobics, Afro dance, you know. So yeah. Right. Sure. Man, talking about Afro dance, Afro beats. Yep. Best and best thing ever. Although in South Africa, Amapiano is the biggest, Amapiano. I would say, like, biggest music. I, I think it comes fully from South Africa. I could be wrong. But there's also, there were also a lot of clubs with Afrobeats. Mm-hmm. And I remember that even, I think it was Wizkid. Yeah. Uh, he he went to, to a club in South Africa to, to play, just like a small club. Just because yeah. he was around town and he wanted to have fun. So he just went to play in a club. Mm-hmm. Man, I, yeah. I love Afrobeats so much. Yes, sir. So much. I mean, the so, the uh, the music industry in Nigeria, you know, it's um, it's big. To be honest, man, it's really big. We have the we have the biggest artists in in Africa, you know, who are in Nigeria. The likes of them, David O, Bonaboy, Bonaboy, oh, he's huge G- now. Olamide, you know, there's just a whole lot of them, you know. So it's uh, it's it's Af- Af- Afro beats is really gaining, um, it's it's gaining huge massive you know breakthroughs yeah. uh, you know around the globe you know so it's, yeah i guess uh, to- 2023 was the year of afrobeat you know spreading to the world i guess burna boy he did a concert a concert right there in the states and it was the most crowded concert of a, an african singer in the history of the united states or kind of stuff like yeah, that's 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 all awesome. you you know so everywhere you know everywhere we go i mean you have um, David O, Bonaboy, Whiskey, shutting out all to Arena in the UK, you know, going to Australia, Berlin, Italy, you know, just so many countries, you know, you're like, wow, man, this is, this is a man. They've been doing this, man, you know, for years, you know, so it's just that mm-hmm. consistency, you know, the discipline, the drive, the energy, you know, the vibe is just, it's just something else, man. The vibe is something else. The vibe is something yeah. else. And having festivals of just that music, I know that Portugal has one called Afro Nation, and it's just African-based music, just Afrobeat music. True. And uh, and yeah, it's crazy just to see one festival just for that music, and it's always packed. People from all over Africa come to Portugal just for that festival in the summer yeah. of Portugal. Quite mm-hmm. crazy, man. Quite mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Love to see it. <laughs> I know, <For> sure. right? <laughs> and you know, you have a lot yeah. more them, you know, coming up, and you know, even in Brazil here, you have so many. You know, other um, African distance that are coming up. The only one that comes to my mind is called Afro Urban, right? Which is like a new, you know, uh, platform gaining Afro Nation. Could have heard, could have heard about it. Mm. You know, so, uh, you know, Afro Urban too, they they themselves too are really picking up and um, they have a couple of gigs, you know, coming up next year. You know, which definitely I know would (laughs) would definitely blow the minds out of Brazilians, man. You know, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, let's, let's, Let's see how that goes, man. <laughs> All right. Amazing. Man. Yeah. Man, cool. Now let's talk about why you're in Brazil. Why <laughs> Brazil? Let's jump to the story, man. Why not the UK, Australia, yeah. you know, those well-developed countries? Why the third world? <laughs> Brazil is a developed country now. <laughs> well, that, that's what I wanted to hear, Sean. Yeah. Because those Portuguese, they think like we just struggle right here. We don't have anything. And then he came here to see it by his eyes. The it's action. the opposite. Portuguese people struggle more. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, honestly, for me, um, I, I think we wanted, we wanted. So, I mean, I mean, coming to Brazil was more of my wife's, um, you know, decision. Initially, it was okay. Let's go to the states. You know, um, business and work has always been in Nigeria. You know, even for my wife. Mm. Um, yeah. So of course, when when uh, my son was when my wife was pregnant, right? We said, okay, let's let's see if we can explore, you know, another country, you know, maybe to have the baby. And you know, we're looking at different options, you know, America. We're looking at Canada, you know, and um, you know, the option of Brazil, you know, came up, 
out of the blues. And I'm like, where's Brazil coming from? And um, let me just say that my wife's mom, right? Her last name is Brito. All right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> uh, name is Brito. So you know that Brazilian heritage thing, man, is already there. So <laughs> my wife did her research and she said, man, I think Brazil is really cool, you know, as well. Because she has a couple of friends, you know, here in Brazil in Rio. All right. Okay spoke to them they're like oh you should come to brazil brazil is nice brazil is this is that you know and uh, for me it was just a bit i'm like man we're going to have our boy there say well i don't know but hey if you if, if that's what you want man let's check it out so we just did our research and um said okay let's try it out so i told my folks about it told my siblings told everybody man they called a family meeting man everybody was like brazil like why, why don't you come to the UK? Because my, my older brother, yeah, like my older brother lives in the states. Uh, my parents are British citizens. You know they live there, and just like, why don't you guys want to do it? We're like, nah, we just want something you know different. You know, so hey, that's so that's cool like, to hear, man. You know, came down here and like they say, the popular saying, man, silly sin is believing. You know, people, a lot of people really don't know much about um, you know Brazil until when you get here you know when yeah, you see sure. you know so it's a different vibe um the people are the people are really nice people are warm you know so we received a lot of you know good reception you know from people here even nigerians you know here you know who helped us out you know it was man amazing and i have a cousin too you know who's here he's been here for about 18 years now oh, okay so you got this so you got one more connection right here exactly right. you okay. know and, and there are lots of nigerians here too you know nigerians here in rio de janeiro really man yeah nigerians right. in, hello you know so there's a there's a big community of nigerians you know here there's a big there's a big community so came here son was born here and hey my wife liked it she said look man i think we should just take some time out you know let's chill here although my wife her work back in nigeria even what i do too is everything is all back in nigeria however i can work remotely but my wife goes back and forth oh yeah. really she, was, she has yeah. been traveling a lot to nigeria oh okay. not just only nigeria alone so because of her business right she gets to go to nigeria she travels to you know other countries a few months ago she was over in switzerland you know um and then a few months back she was in new york you know back here again traveling again next year you know so it's it's been a bit of a busy one too for her and all the same, but hey, it's uh, it's amazing. And my wife is an artist. She's also an actress back to Nigeria. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Cool, man. We didn't talk about it. Nigeria yeah. has an in, in, insane yeah, like uh, movie Nollywood, movie Nollywood, movie right. scene like business. Uh, I think it's even called. Sorry about that. Uh, Nollywood. Like, Nollywood. Nollywood. Yeah, Nollywood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Nigerian <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah. So she's an actress back in Nigeria on a very popular. Um, soap opera called tinsel mm. yeah called tinsel is on uh african magic african magic is a platform you know where the program is you know ed and then she's done a couple of movies you know she has um i think she's got about two two lps out yeah i think she has about i think about two of them about eight nine songs you know out there she's done a couple of performances that's cool what, what kind of song is it so her music is just kind of like R&B, jazzy, you know. Oh, jazz. that's my vibes, man. r and B. I'll say jazz and soul. Like kind of Erika okay. Badu, let's say. Something like, like that. All right. Something like that, you know. So her, her kind of music fits more into like a chilled, nice, warm oh. setting, you know, corporate setting. I mean, she was like... Um, she was at the Copacabana Palace, you know. Yeah, she performed at the Copacabana Palace yesterday. <clears throat> you, right, yeah so she's done she was at radisson blue um i think a few weeks ago in baja you know so she's also she's she's, she's really making she's making she's making her own waves to you know here in brazil too as well that's pretty cool sean you gotta text me whenever she's performing again man okay. I love you. I gotta be there we'll definitely do it man let's do that man let's oh, do that cool, man Wow. It's and it's cool. and it's really cool also because your wife can kind of uh, expose the culture of Nigeria in Brazil. Yeah, I can imagine yeah. that exactly. a lot of event organizers, especially mm -hmm. owned maybe by African people, they're like, "Oh, um, let's like do something African uh, influenced," and then they call your wife and she can you know play or do of some course. sort of um, you know 
something acting theater of course that, of course of course the calls have already been coming in you know even from nigeria to you know you have some of these artists you know who she knows some of them giving her a call and saying hey we see you over here in brazil what's happening there man? you know hey we need to mm -hmm. do this we need to do that so hey definitely you know that's uh, that's that's in the pipeline you know that's in the pipeline for sure but but oh, awesome. speaking, it's a it's a blessing you know to be here i love i love the people I love the language you know it's um it's it's a very nice place man brazil yeah, brazil it's great to hear man brazil. it's great to hear because you you've done like different than everyone everybody thinks about the country you know like it's very hard for you know imagine some foreigner when deciding <laughs> to go abroad like choosing brazil pointing brazil to be the destiny no, no. you know so yeah it's great to hear that you actually yeah. chose you chose to be right here hey explore it and did your research about the country you know text exactly. people asking how is it right here that's pretty cool man appreciate exactly. it a lot exactly 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 oh, that's, that's awesome and um in terms of the culture yeah. i can imagine that there's quite a things that you miss you know back in nigeria uh, you know being out on the streets you know everything what would be like the things that top of your mind would you're missing the most out of Nigeria that in Brazil. Man, what will I say, man? So I miss some of my buddies, man. You know, my <laughs> guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know, hey, these guys, they just literally crack you up, man. You know, and, you know, I've got really cool friends, man, back in Nigeria. Some of them are really close to my wife, so they can barge into my house at 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock. See, Nigerians, <laughs> they're party monsters, man. I honestly speaking, I'm telling you, like, we start going out from like 2 a.m., you know, in the morning. I'm like, hey, this, hey, Shem, I'm coming over to your house. So where you at, man? Hey, I'm at home. Come through. Come over to the house. Have a couple of things. You know, we go out. But um, I, I think I miss I miss some of my friends. I miss the, you know, going out to the Nigerian clubs, you know, and just, you know, having, you know, nice conversations, you know, with good. I miss Nigerian restaurants too as well, man, to be honest. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I miss the Nigeria food, man, you know, and of course having to, you know, uh speak my language too as well, which is Yoruba. You know, in as much as yes, we speak English, but I my own first language back back home is Yoruba. Right. Yeah. I mean, I miss speaking that too as well, you know, with my friends. But hey, uh I guess technology has made it easy for us, man. You know, we can do it on Zoom. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'm I'm interested. Are you teaching your your son who was born there in Brazil your language? Yeah, you speak with him. I yeah, I do. I do. I mean, he he gets to pick up you know one or two words you know here and there you know. So yeah, he's he's he, I, I I try to speak it as much as I can. My wife speaks more of Yoruba you know to him because she studied actually she studied um, Yoruba and African linguistics in university. Wow, so yeah, it's a it's a real <laughs> yeah. thing for her. It's a real <laughs> thing for her. Like my son must speak Yoruba. <laughs> it's a must, you know. So yeah. we him once in a while. He picks up a few words, even Portuguese too, a few words, but his his big his I mean he speaks more English. All right. So yeah. how is it at school? Like is is he in an English school? How is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the school that he's in is it's a bilingual school. All right. They, they take them Portuguese and English, you know. So he's he's enjoying himself. He has a lot of energy, you know. So yeah. how old is he? <laughs> he's a, he's three. Three. three years. Oh, yeah, yeah, lots of energy, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome that's awesome but i think it's really important that you that you teach him your language because okay. i say this because they're so immigrant like uh uh um sons from from uh, sons from immigrant parents that they don't know their language it's crazy yeah. when i talk to someone that he's fully like he looks fully mexican but he doesn't mm -hmm. know how to speak spanish no because way. uh their parents never like taught him since a young age i think uh. it's just nice you know, just it, to... it happens a lot in these states, right? Like yeah. lots of yeah. you know people that look like Mexicans or Latins, and they can only speak they are English. they are, but they just you know they don't speak the language. But I mean, um... my, my folks, man, my folks. Every time we get to talk, man, they speak in English, speak in Yoruba, you know. So sometimes Anything. they speak Yoruba just to be sure that you haven't forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great point, man. That's a great point. <laughs> You know, just that you haven't forgotten it, you know, so it's just, yeah. it's just amazing. It's amazing. 
And it's crazy right now. Like Guilherme must feel the same right now that he's in Chile. Because yeah, know, back right? back when I used to live in Poland, like I was sometimes uh overwhelming at work and I couldn't call my family right here in Brazil. Yeah. So we had this whole week speaking mix of Polish and fully English at work. And then <laughs> when the weekend was coming, that was the day to call my family back here. And I was I was feeling like man, should I speak how should I speak Portuguese? Like I've oh, been man. speaking the whole week in English and then I who am I anymore? Like, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, crazy feeling. But it's oh, interesting. I mean, when I was in the States, you know, when I go to work sometimes and I'm a bit frustrated at work and I'm, you know, not necessarily want to curse, man. I just switch up to my to my language, Yoruba, man. I just stand there like, huh? What are you saying? I'm like, nah, man, I'm just greeting you, you know, just hailing you in my language. But deep down, I'm like, man, you don't want to know what I just said, man. <laughs> But I always keep it clean, though. I always keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> now, now also I gotta ask do you yeah. also bring some of the Nigerian clothing fashion to the streets of Brazil um, yeah yes definitely I mean I've got a couple of um, natives you know here you know um, so my wife is into you know fashion too as well right so mm. she, we came in with uh, how do I I'm trying to get a good foundation for this So back in Nigeria, right, back in the days, I'm saying like during my grandmother's and my grandfather's um, their days. So they had this material that is called ashoki, right? It's what, you know, they used to wear, you know, back in the day. We used to wear, it's called native in English, like a native wear. Is it, is it a fabric or just? Yeah, it's, fabric. Of... Oh, okay. it's okay. a fabric. The fabric is very, huh, what's the word? It's a... It's very different, you know, when you when you when you feel it and when you see it, it's it's different, right? Um, mm. This there's there's this clothing that we wear. Or let me call it the name of what we wear is called Agbada, right? So it's a top, and it comes with its bottom, and it has like a big, huge top, you know, that you wear with a cap, you know, too as mm. well. So <laughs> it's funny here in Brazil, right? When you dress like that. Right, they look at you as a babalao. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so some people look at you, you know, as a babalao. Now, however, the fashion um, industry has changed, right? So you have people, you know, making those fabrics in like t-shirts, you know, they make them like jeans, you know. So, I mean, it's not jeans, but it's the Ashoki fabric, you know made almost to look like you know jeans right so um yeah i have a, i have a few of them here when i wear them my people are looking at me like man like what's going i used to have these sneakers that was made out of this ashoki fabric you know so people are like man we can get this from man like this is this is fresh man i'm like man you need to come to nigeria man before you can have this right? you know so exactly man. yeah the, the fashion industry in nigeria man is it's it's expanding it's, it's blowing up real bad you know It's blown up real good, real good. For sure, I see so many like um, people outside of like in the whole world using Nigerian fashion because mm -hmm. again, there's so many clothing that introducing those clothes to the world. People yeah. who are just like so like fascinated by the clothes and also like love it. So um, it's nice to see like being a regular thing and not just like like a costume, you know, like people actually wearing it as as yeah. daily. Mm -hmm. Very true. You know? Very true. Yeah. Very true. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. For sure. And and now I, I wanted to also ask this because I, I found out, I actually thought South Africa was this, but Nigeria has the biggest economy in Africa. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I thought it was South Africa. But <laughs> also there's immense poverty in, yeah. in Nigeria, mm. right? And it also happens a little bit with South Africa, where when you have a lot of opportunity, you also have a lot of poverty and a lot of homeless people. Um, is it is it as bad as people from the West and from outside the world think it is, or is it like still like just normal? So uh, the truth about it is that every every society or every country has its um, what's it called? It has something that is unique, 
you know, to them. Mm. Uh, the African economy is a, it's a growing economy, right? And of course, Nigeria being in the forefront, right? We've got a very big um, economy in different um, spheres of, um, you know, like agriculture, even in the tech space, you know, speaking of oil and gas. So mm. sometimes I find it funny, you know, when you hear from, especially more from the Westerners, you know, it's like, oh, there's a lot of poverty in Nigeria. Yes, I mean, just like every other country, you know, there are times that the country is going through, you know, certain things, you know, where people are affected. And we yeah, all even know here in Brazil, uh, you yeah, yeah, sold to make yeah, right here. Growth, growth is difficult, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's very difficult, you know. So, personally, I would say it's not as bad as you know, I, I wouldn't say it's not bad, you know, but not as bad as the world, as other people, you know, portrays, you know. I mean, <laughs> it's funny, even here, man, you still have people asking, man, you know, I heard in Nigeria. You know, the monkeys flying around, you know, the <laughs> elephants are parked in front of your okay. house. <laughs> you know, and I just smiled up and I said, no, no, no. You know, we're we're way <laughs> we're way past that, man. We're way past that. <laughs> the thing is just, you know, I, I I always like, especially like even really west, like Canada in US, they always think it's just like hungry children in the streets, like filled with flies and all of that. And it's yeah. like man. Uh, even nah. even when I was in South Africa, people thought that, and people thought that like I had giraffes in front of my house, <laughs> you know, <laughs> shit like that. It's like no. Hey, look, you have you have, I mean, shoot, people are listening to the likes of the Whiskey, listening to the likes of the Burner Boy, listening to the likes of, you know, the David O, and these guys are flying private jets, man. These guys live in a, in expensive you know, um, environments like you have here in Le like places like Leblon, like the Leblon types, you know, Baja, Creole, you know, all the places. I'm sure there are more expensive places, you know, in, in, in Brazil than those places. So you have people like that, you know, coming from, you know, Nigeria. The richest person in Africa, man, is from Nigeria, you know. So even the biggest artists, at some point in time, it was South Africa that was leading in terms of music. I'm talking true, maybe almost about 15, 20 years ago. You know, mm. South Africa leading in terms of music. You know, Nigerians used to look up to South African music like, man, these guys are, but man, the scale, the, the gap between, you know, both countries, it's, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's obvious, right? In as much as, yes, we all still collaborate, you know. And so when people say, oh, there's a lot of poverty in Nigeria, there's a lot of, I mean, there are particular, there are certain places that you go to in Nigeria, like, nah, this is not Nigeria, man. <laughs> you know, you probably think maybe you're in New York or something. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Big know? buildings, all of it. No, I can't yeah. fully understand it, for sure. You know, and just so many things, man. Nigeria, you see, you see, man, I can't even start to even mention them, man. Mercedes Benz, G Wagons, Bentleys, Rolls Royce, everything, man. You see them there, you know, a lot. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. Like, if you were talking about it, like before the entertainment industry, like you mean music and also Nollywood, right there, the film industry is very huge. Like, when you have like those assets right there, the money is there as well. So yeah. sometimes we just have to break stereotypes, you know. That's why we do in our show right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so even in the tech space, right? Even in the fintech space, you see yeah. a lot of guys, you know, who are creating so many amazing, you know, um, applications and platforms, you know, that make payment solutions, you know, easy. And you have people from from the from European countries, you know, coming to Nigeria, you know, to invest in them to buy those companies over for, you know, two hundred million dollars, three hundred million dollars, you know. So, I mean, the opportunities back home, man, you know, is endless. Now, can it be better? Of course, it can be, you know, it can be better, you know. So that's a that's a different. <laughs> if we if we start that conversation now, we probably won't even finish <laughs> politics, <laughs> corruption. Yeah. That's a, it's a, a whole it's, different thing. Yeah, it's a it's a different yeah. different ballgame mentality. It's a different ballgame mentality. You're talking about apps, the tech, and yeah. all of that. And why why does when I get an email or a WhatsApp message trying to scam me, it's a Nigerian. <laughs> Why do you guys want to scam me? 
<laughs> yeah, bro. Like I was trying to scan us, and even in Portuguese, like, like even in Portuguese, I just just come up speaking in Portuguese, like from Nigeria, and I was like, oh, come on, dude. So you, <laughs> oh, really? Kind of a Portuguese variant right there in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. see, Nigerians, they are telling you a different breed entirely, man. For real, <laughs> it's always whenever I track the IP, it's always Nigeria, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or crazy like like i always say you see let, let, okay so let's let's be honest here right so there's so many narratives you know that are being put out there right i'm not i'm not saying i'm i'm protecting or saying that you know scamming is a good thing now nah, man of course man it's not a good thing um even in the western in the western countries man there's so many things that go on that we don't see Right. However, <laughs> Nigerians are bold enough <laughs> in a very scary way, man. You know, not only to even scam you, even <laughs> in some cases, they even scam their own people, you know. So, um, yeah, you, the truth about it is that you would always have the bad eggs, you know, unfortunately. You know, would, yeah. you'd always have the bad eggs, unfortunately. And um, um, I, I'm a big believer in people. You know, regardless of you know whatever challenges you know that you know each your people might have, right? But um, it's um it's not something I can relate I can relate to because I mean I, I didn't grow up under that setting and I mean the way I grew up my parents are still a lot disciplined, <laughs> you know, in you know, and if you if you did otherwise, man, shoot, my dad would my dad would drill you out, my my mom, you know. So you can imagine coming from a home where you know, your mom, my mom is a medical doctor. She started medicine in Russia, you know. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, my dad has got like three degrees as a lawyer, you know. Um, and he worked in one of the biggest, you know, the big corporate organizations, you know, back in Nigeria. He's retired. They're both retired now. They both live in the UK, you know. So so you can imagine coming from that kind of, you know, background. My elder brother is an engineer. My younger sister is a zoologist. You know, I studied human resource management in school. You know, so um, I went to private school, you know, back in Nigeria. So, I mean, coming from that kind of background, you know, I mean, your parents wouldn't expect anything less, you know, from you. So, yes, of course, she, there would always be the, there will always be the bad eggs. And unfortunately, you know, <laughs> the ones that show themselves up are Nigerians <laughs> in some cases, you know. <laughs> oh, sure. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah, for you, man. Like, just no, that's amazing your, to hear. Just, just like pointing the topic of your parents and grandparents and kind of stuff. Like, we are come to an end of our podcast. But before asking you, yeah. uh, how, how was your childhood right there? How was to be a kid right there in Nigeria? How was, uh, how, what did you do for you know, for fun with your friends? Private what school, play right how there? different is that yeah. like from public school as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so man, honestly speaking, my childhood, my childhood was a. Uh, I, I would tag myself as one of the fortunate, you know, uh, kids, and this is not to say this in a demeaning, you know, way to anybody because my parents worked hard, you know, to provide for us, right, and also not only provide but to also create you know, that opportunity for us to be able to see that you can become anything you want to be, you know, in life, as long as, you know, you work, you know, hard for it. So, um, so when I was a bit younger, the Nigerian economy was, well, in our own eyes, you know, was a bit okay, right? Um, I mean, we didn't know much then, man. All we're doing was spending our parents' money, having fun with our friends, going to play football, you know, having sleepovers, playing game nights, you know. So, you know, uh, it was just having a good time, going to parties, you know. And um, I grew up in a neighborhood, right, where um, we had a lot of kids, you know, from very good family background. So that just kind of like gave us, you know, that yardstick, you know, to leverage on, right. So, I mean, some of my dad's friends, you know, who lived around us, some of them were working, they were holding major positions, you know, in corporate organizations. And even back then, we really couldn't tell who, which family is rich or which family is poor. Why? Because we all looked at each other with the same, you know, eyes. 
you know. So I, I went off, I, I went to a private kindergarten school, you know, before I went to a, um, I went to a public, um, uh, public primary school. Mm-hmm. Then sometime from there, you know, my parents moved us to, you know, private school. So I went to private school. Um, for my primary school too as well, high school, private school. Then I went to a public, you know, university, right? So going to a public university was a bit different for me because I'm like, man, I've been going to a private school, <laughs> you know. So honestly, like I said, um, I, I would say we're one of the we're one of the fortunate ones because man, we enjoyed everything, you know. We enjoyed we enjoyed everything. We thankful to God we we didn't. And even if we did lack, man, our parents didn't. Our parents didn't let us see it. <laughs> you know, our parents didn't let us see it. So you know, they really worked hard, you know, for themselves, you know, and also to also provide that, you know, opportunity for us to, to also, you know, thread that path too that they did, you know. So childhood was really, childhood was really good, you know. Childhood was really good. So yeah, yeah. like uh, that. That was that was pretty cool episode. Sean, thank you so much for accepting the invitation. But before finishing up in our podcast, Guilherme yeah. wants to do the question he does every single episode. Feel free, buddy. For sure, for sure. Just before, I, I saw this and I want to know if it's true. Because yeah. I also heard Adesana, so the UFC fighter, talk about this. But is it true that it's like, it's a custom like not to look into people's eyes because it's disrespectful, especially when you're young? And you're talking to an elder, or is this like uh, bullshit? Hey, the, the last word you said, man, bullshit, man. But hey, you know. So yeah. Um. I so. Well, I think growing up, right, one of the things that we were big on was respect, right? You know, older. So when you when the older ones are speaking to you, you don't look directly into their eyes. Just kind of you know, put your head down and just consume whatever it is that they're saying, you know, to you. So, yeah, I mean, as a young, as a, I mean, when I was younger, I've, most folks would say that, you know, I mean, don't look, exactly, so, because some people might take it as being insulting. You get what I'm saying? Really? So, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Some people might take it to you as being, you know, insulting that, oh, you're looking at them, oh, you're looking back at me, do, do, do you want to fight me? Do you want to do this? <laughs> Come on, man. I'll tell you. You know, like, so it's crazy because right here with my with my parents in South America like, is the, the opposite. opposite. It's the opposite. Yeah, no, like, no. If I if I don't look opposite. at their eyes, like yeah, they think yeah. that I'm that I'm a couple of you know a bad guy or I'm like I'm, I'm false. You know, I'm I'm like doing I'm not that you know respectful guy. So I must look at my parents' eyes when I speak because it's exactly. it's way to show yeah. respect. You know, here here in South America, it's disrespectful. If you yeah. don't look into someone's eyes, yeah. because people here are very affectionate, like they yeah, they like yeah, to touch, yeah, we need they, all of contact, that, like the eye contact, the emotions through the eyes are a yeah. very big thing in here, at least. Mm-hmm. For sure. yeah, so it's bro, interesting. Bro, to see. It's, a, it's a bit different, you know. I mean, yeah. you don't want to look at your 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 mom or your dad's eyes when they're talking to yeah. you because you're like, yeah, you just put your head down and you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> only if you behave badly. Yeah, oh, only if you're <laughs> naughty boy. <laughs> you know so even my son i mean when i when i talk to my son or i or he does something and i and i scold him and he tries to maybe unknowingly puts his head down or look another way i, I just tap his face and i'm like hey look at me when i'm speaking to you like i That's it. Yeah, like let's have that conversation you know so um is it a good thing i, I don't necessarily you know feel as a good thing because as you get older even when you're holding conversations with people I mean, you want to stare into their eyes and, you know, hear what they're saying. Sure. Some, people, some people feel uncomfortable when you're staring at them, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like for me, I mean, I wasn't used to it, you know. So when I was back then in school, maybe a girl looks at me and when I'm looking at her, I just take off my face immediately. But over... <laughs> but because you were shy. <laughs> exactly, but over the years, man, you know, I just pretty much, you know, just, you know, build that confidence and I'm staring back in the eyes and, you know, I mean, I don't think anybody will tell me that. Oh, yo, do you want to fight me for looking at? I'm like, man. <laughs> oh, <come laughs> on, man. <laughs> but hey, awesome, awesome. That's uh, it. <laughs> I, I was really curious about this actually, so I'm I'm really glad we actually brought it up. Yes, awesome. sir. Yes, sir. Man, now, and our podcast, Sean. So much for coming. 
really really dope um it's it's very hard to get uh guests from this part of africa more to the west you know tons yeah. of countries tons yeah. of countries <laughs> man like you know <laughs> just counting just and also the, the immense like difference between each other some speak yeah. french some speak portuguese some speak exactly. you know, all other exactly language and that's that's where Hey, maybe I should say that's a conversation. Uh, man, we need to have another podcast, man. Again, man, you know. I think, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me hold. But so I put it this way, right? Um, so when people talk about um, colonialism, right? Um, what I did good for them, or, or it didn't do good, you know, for them. I mean, the two ways, you know, to honestly look at it. Like I said, my first language is not English, right? English isn't my first language back back at home. My first language is Yoruba. Good. That's my native language. That's my mother tongue, right? So, right, colonialism came, English came with it, and so many other things that we can have. Maybe we'll keep that. We'll keep that topic. And even other countries, you know, in the in, in Africa that are speaking Portuguese, that are speaking, you know, uh, French, you know, and I mean that's not that's not their first language. And you find out deep if you really look into the system, their system. There are so many things that have been infused in their systems, right? By the by their colonial masters that that is heartbreaking. You know, yeah. that is yeah. People talk about poverty going on in Nigeria. Yes, to an extent, there is the same way you have some level of poverty in America, same way you have some level of poverty in Brazil, same way you have some level of poverty in Kenya, in South Africa. Man, it's not necessarily by our own doing per se. Sure. If you ask me, man, the colonial masters have some things to do in that, man. You know, because <clears throat> we're blessed with natural resources. You get what I'm saying, right? Which the Europeans mm -hmm. don't necessarily have, right? Now, yeah. many of the wealth have been, majority of the wealth have been built over, you know, taking some of these things for their own selfish and personal use. And because in some cases, we allowed it to as well. You know, so if we looked into our own system and said, you know what? How can we build our society? Or how can we build our country? You know, to a point where um, we're self-sustained. Yeah, for our own people. Do you understand one? One hundred percent. Literally, yeah, what no, Brazil has. Saying, I feel like Brazil is yeah. one of the best examples of like having its own Bro. really huge yeah, natural resources. Yeah, it's just huge right here. Yeah, when I came to Brazil, I came in with I came in with with my wife. We came in with dollars, man. Right? Nobody's going to spend dollars here, man. You change that money to reals, man. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You change it to reals, man, and then you spend reals, man, here. Bring in whatever currency you're bringing into Brazil. Brazil doesn't care at all, man. You will change yeah. that to the, to the currency. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some of the, 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 the best and craziest conversations I've had were with Uber drivers from Congo, from, yeah. um, from Guinea. Mm -hmm. Them talking about, like, exactly that topic, you know, countries going into yeah. their country and robbing resources and then funding wars inside the country, conflicts between its own people. Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's crazy. And, you know, as an outsider, not knowing because the media doesn't really talk about those things. Oh, the media, the, it's insane look, to find the first time. Yeah. Really. Look, 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 at, look at it this way. In the news, man, you talk about fraud, man, going on in Nigeria or any small thing, right? It's all oh, Nigeria, this, Nigeria, that. Even in America, right? Or oh, Nigeria, man, mm -hmm. Nigeria did this, Nigeria did that. Bro, you have no idea the internal fraud, man, that goes on in that country, man. The killings that even happen, man. People just wake up one day and then go into a cinema or go to a school, man, having access to to, uh, to AK-47s or, or whatever ammunition and start shooting people. But you never see that in the news, man. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? However... If something happens in a society that they feel that, oh, maybe this is a developing country or a third, third world country or whatever it is, oh, yeah, we can pick on these people. You see, you get what I'm saying? I make ourselves look good. Why is it that all the movies, Hollywood, man, yes, Hollywood has done well for themselves, but look at us watching Hollywood movies back in the days, man. Who didn't want to go to America? Everybody wanted to, man. Man, you don't want to be an FBI agent. American dream kind of stuff. American dream. Yeah. Telling you, when I went there and I walked... <laughs> I'm like, that's not the American dream, man. That's like the American slavery, man. I'm telling you for real. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, but hey, America has its good sides, man. You know, they have the good sides, but it's just a cold world that we live in, you know? 
just a cold world that we live in. Each man to his his struggle. Which there's one thing I always um, hold on to. You know, self belief, man, in yourself, man. You know, your self worth, man, really matters. Which is one thing that makes us, you know, strive, you know, for for greatness. You know, as Africans, yeah. to be told. You know, and because and <clears throat> and the reason why when you see us, it, it kind of feels like we're we are aggressive, right? Is that when when we go to another country, right? We are always labeled as something else. Mm. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. We are always labeled as something else. I would never go into a party or you know, I went to a party here, you know, with my wife. This is like a month or two months ago. And um I think we were maybe about four black people there, you know, all whites. I mean, that didn't bother me, man, at all. But, you know, this family came to us and they were talking and they're like, man, you guys are different. The way you walk, man, the way you carry yourself. You're like, where are you from? I said, Nigeria. I said, man, you guys are different, man. You know, so for me, I never go into a room, you know, and lower my shoulder or raise my voice or lower the tone of my voice. My voice is still the same, you know. I speak, you know, yeah. as the best way that I can, you know, to portray, you know, myself. I'm not looking at impressing anybody. I'm just looking at, you know, being myself. And if you love me for me, man, perfect. If you don't, that's, there's that's nothing. That's how the society has to be, you know. You like, get what how, how it's supposed to be. Exactly. Like you, you don't have to be anyone. To, you just, you know, to... Yeah, you know, it's like coming here... People, and... like, think that you are the greater kind of stuff. You just have to be yourself, man. Exactly. I mean, yourself. I'm here in Brazil. The language is Portuguese. It is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. I can't say, oh, because I speak English, every Brazilian must speak English. Man, dude, man, get your butt in the train and the plane and go back to Nigeria. That's the case, man. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So... Hey, For you sure. just have to, yeah, you just have to respect people, man. I just you know let them be themselves. Adapt. Man. For sure, adapt. 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 And that's what makes us great as human beings, man. The ability to be able to adapt. 100%. Yeah. Whenever I see a couple of travelers like having just making so many excuses of like uh, I could give a few examples, but they're like, yeah. oh, he he doesn't speak perfect English, or this thing is not how it is in my country, or whatever it is. And they're like, but yeah. you're not there. Exactly. You have to adapt. You have to have fun for the thing, for the environment that you're placed in. Yeah. And find the happiness through that. Because mm -hmm. if not, you're going to be miserable. Oh my God. If you're only complaining, and always, even yeah, if and you're always in the best country in the whole world, yeah, nothing is going to make you happy. When we first go here, Every time I went to the supermarket alone, man, I'll be sweating on my palms and my face. I'm like, how do I ask, man? Like, <laughs> like I want, you know, this. But with time, man, you know, the, were they helpful people? Yes. Were they people who were nasty and a bit rude at me? Yes. But shoot, I'm not going to go back home and cry wolf and say, oh, this person was rude to me. I'm never going to go there to buy anything again. Man, who cares, man? Shoot. Go back there, I gotta learn the distance, I go back there and learn and you know speak what I need to speak. So I mean for me, if I need to go to the supermarket to buy something, I mean I already know what to say, man. I'm I'm done and I'm out, you know. So there's nothing that you would you would do to me, you know, to pretty much get me to be offended, you know, per se like that, because I'm in control of my emotions, man, and that's the most important thing for me. For sure, for sure. 100%. Yes. Yeah, man, we need to do this. We need to do this again. Man. Hey, please feel free to get me up anytime and on different topics, man. For, real, for sure, man. For real, so man. much shit to talk about. So much shit to talk about. Yeah. Oh, my God. A lot. A lot. Man, now going to our last question. I guess he already I, I, answered that, bro. I really, yeah. Please but go but I, I really love these these last this last segment. It was very, very genuine and uh it yeah, was a it very was, important bro. topic to discuss, I feel like. Yeah, really, 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 really appreciate dope. it a lot. You so thank you for that. Thank you for you're welcome. Thanks a lot for having me. So appreciate it. Of course. So Sean, yeah, what would you say if I asked you what is the thing that makes you the most proud of being Nigerian from Nigeria? What would you have? as the as the culture the culture the the values uh, the norms the the discipline that was instilled in us um you know as a kid our parents will always say remember where you are from 
So there's nothing as important as knowing your roots, man. Sure. You know, I'll say that For again. Sure. There's nothing as important as knowing your roots. When you know where you come from, you understand the tradition and the culture, you know, you understand the way of life. Like I said, I'm, I'm Yoruba, right? We're big on respect, right? We're very big on respect. We're big on intelligent, you know, uh, conversations. Uh, we're big on tradition. So even when I try to, even when I stumble sometimes, I always go back to those saying, man, man, never forget, you know, where you come from, knowing fully well. Like, so my family, we come from, uh, okay, how do I put it? So my great-grandfather was a king, right? Um, back in, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I come from Otter, from Ogun State, Otter. My hometown is called Otter, you know, so my great-grandfather was a king. And so, of course, which makes us, you know, royalty, right? So my uncle would always say, remember, you are royalty, you know, you should carry yourself, you know, in a particular way, you should carry yourself. So, I mean, just to sum it up, man, honestly, it's the culture, it's the, it's the tradition, it's the, it's the people, you know, the, the genuine love, you know, for people, regardless of, really has nothing to do with, you know, skin color or whatever it is. Right? It's just the real genuine love, you know, for people. For sure. Very nice, and really. I'm really Especially happy when you're abroad, bro. Especially yeah, yeah. here in Brazil, like you need to carry your your values, you know. That's hey. what I was gonna say. It's it's really nice that you bring uh your culture and your wife going into these events. Yeah, you know, showing you know what Nigeria is. Oh, of course, of course. I remember we went to. Okay, yeah, it was it was a church that we went to. And my wife wore this full African man. <laughs> Till tomorrow, man, I always tell my wife when she dresses up like that, man, she looked. Um, I was looking at my wife, man. And remember, man, me and my wife were seven years married now, you know, many more years ahead coming. And I looked at her and I'm like, geez, man, this girl is beautiful. She was like, everybody <laughs> wanted to take a picture with her, you know, that's in what the I'm talking about, attire. You know, that's what she wore. And, you know, the pastor too is Nigerian. So he, he brought her to the stage and was saying, look, this is what we wear. This is who we are. You know, when you talk about Nigeria, this is, this is our, this is what we wear. This is us, you know? So it's like people just pretty much got to understand what the culture more was about. But it's like everybody in the church wanted to take a picture we have. <laughs> everybody. everybody. That's dope. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Sean. awesome yeah we just come to an end on our podcast wow it was amazing like we could have been speaking for hours right here hey i know uh, i know i know definitely man we need to do this again we need to do yeah, this again. for sure man for sure so to our listeners thank you so much for reaching until the end of the podcast thank you so much be sure to follow us on the social medias and wwp please also leave us a review on spotify and apple podcasts Tell us what you thought about this podcast. What other African countries yeah, you want yeah, us yeah. to talk about? Please let us know. And we'll see you guys in the next one. See Bye-bye. you, my dears. Bye-bye.